From points across California, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode number 298 for May 29th. 2014. I'm your host, Nancy Johnson, and I'm joined by Mary Jo Mulata-Willie and Carol Bowling, and this is The Ladies Show. <laughs> Welcome, girls. Howdy, howdy. Hello. Yay. So, we were chit-chatting about it, and on our last Ladies Show, we talked a little bit about all of us, and so today we thought maybe we'd share with you a little bit about us touring the parks and recent visits. So let's see, Mary Jo, you were in the parks for the big 24-hour Disney side event. Did you rock it? I was. Well, I rocked it for a little while. <laughs> okay. I, I did wear my dish shirt and I wore a tiara because I was rocking the, the uh, good side of Disneyland. And the parks opened up at 6 a.m., both parks and they closed at 6 a.m. the next morning and there were a lot of people who were there from 6 to 6 but unfortunately I didn't make the whole thing I well how, well how did you choose to rock your Disney side well I got there around 10 a.m. and mostly what I did it seems um that I mostly visited with people while we were eating so, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there was a lot of food to try that they introduced, and rumor has it some of the stuff's going to stay too. Oh, uh, I hope so because they had a lot of really good food throughout the parks. Um, I couldn't partake. I'm on a cleanse right now, so I had my own little salads and stuff. But I did meet up with um, our friend Stacy, who's a listener on the show, and her daughter Allison and we ate at the Carnation Cafe and they got the special there. They had um kind of an appetizer with the mozzarella sticks and some other things that looked really good. And let me just tell you when I first I'll kind of start from the beginning. When I got to the parks, I was expecting it to be really crowded and hard to get in, but at that time of the morning, which was 10 like I said, um it was super easy. I just walked right into Disneyland and I can describe the air as just festive. It was just everybody was in a good mood. People were dressed up. This was the first time that I remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, other than Halloween during the party when people were dressed up as characters. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was... It was yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, because they usually don't allow that in the parks. Yeah, especially for, for adults. Yeah. Right. So this time everybody took it, took advantage of dressing up. So one of the outfits that I thought was really cool was um, the evil queen from once upon a time. Mm -hmm. She was dressed in the full outfit. She looks so good. So I tweeted that picture and I uh, tagged uh, Lana Perea <laughs> oh, cool. yeah, on that for, so she could hopefully, so she could see the picture. And then now, Mary Jo, this what well, sorry, was this not, this was a Friday or work day, correct? It was yeah. a Friday. Um, yes, it opened Friday, Friday morning, into Saturday, into right? Into Saturday and the beginning okay. of Memorial Day weekend. Okay. So, of course, as the day wore on, it just got more and more crowded. But people were reporting on the Disneyland board. We have a thread started by Iggy Polka, who asked how everybody's um, experience was and we have a lot of people who got there at 6 a.m. 
and they were saying that the lines were really short for the rides. And basically, I was I didn't really go on rides. I was there to go sightsee and you know look at the different costumes and visit with friends. So I was glad to see that on the boards they were able to to report that. And like I said, the air was just really festive. Everybody was happy. Everybody was. It was kind of like remember on Dapper Day how everybody was admiring each other's outfits. And yeah, people, it was that kind of an atmosphere where people were admiring. My favorite costume was somebody had, was the hippo from It's a Small World. Oh, wow. Oh, how funny. It was so cool. They had this bird on their head. I think it was a guy. And a pink outfit with those, you know how they have the flowers on that hippo? With yeah. those flowers all over the costume and on the backpack. It was wonderful. So part of the fun that we were having was trying to guess, you know, who some of the characters were. We saw a lot of Frozen. And there were some really well costumes well done. Um, some of the Kristoff costumes, they all the way to the shoes with the pointed toes. And wow. so that was a lot of fun. Well, it's nice to know that someone has Kristoff and, and that someone, uh, some of these ladies can have the frozen costumes because trying to buy them for children is impossible. It's tough right now, right? We're, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's nuts. They're, I mean, people are going after them, you know, like a day after Christmas sale. Yeah. <laughs> I, it it kind of reminds me of the Cabbage Patch dolls when they first came out. Remember, it was really hard to get oh, them and people yeah. stood in line. And that's kind of what I, yeah. I think is happening with the with the merchandise for Frozen. As soon as it comes out, it gets snapped off the shelves. So it's uh, people are, are kind of hoarding them for their friends. And people are, I saw some people, there was a, a little toy set from Frozen and my friend was taking pictures for one of our other friends to see if that's what she wanted because every the items are so much in demand and you know that if you go right. in a week or two they're going to be gone. So yeah. a lot of frozen outfits they were they were fun to see and there was a lot of entertainment throughout the park. And like I said a lot of um food items. Tom and Tony were there also. Uh, gotta bring in the guys do, now, huh? but that's all right. Oh. And and we'll it's a lady show. Tom and Tony can go stay on the main show. Oh come on, you know you know us, ladies. We always have men. Also, come on. Yeah. Well, you know, Michael's different. What, what are you saying? I, I'm just saying that Michael can girl talk and cat with the best of them. <gasps> Don't let him hear you say that. Anyway, <gasps> keep going. Yeah, mister, you should listen to the main show sometime. <laughs> All right, tell us about Tom and Tony. So okay. Tom and Tony, um, Tom was there from the beginning. He got there around 5 a.m. or so. And he, they, Disneyland gave out lanyards to the first 2,000 people, which those lanyards went quickly. And Tom was also part of the media event. So he, um, did some interviews and he, he interviewed Noah, the artist, which was cool. And Noah was doing some chalk painting in the Esplanade while there, while he was there. So there were things happening at Disneyland on the Esplanade and also California Adventure. It was just Disneyland really did a good job this time of managing their crowds, I think, and providing enough, um, entertainment and things to see and do and, merchandise that people could get 
And there is So was this only in Disneyland or was it also in the California Adventure side? Oh, it was also in California Adventure. Both parks okay. had things going. So at Disneyland, let me just tell you some of the things that were happening over there. Um of course they have the parades, which they had at the park, and then most of the activities happen in the evening at Disneyland. They had a big um dance party right in front of the castle. And before oh, the dance party, they had these bi- this big jumbotrons, and they were showing videos throughout the day on the jumbotron, which were pretty cool to see. Oh, yeah, the dance party was a lot of fun. And I'll tell you, they had the dance party, and then, you know, on Saturdays, they have the swing dancing over yeah. in the, um, what's that fantasy, area called? The Fantasy, fantasy Fair, Fair, right? In the pavilion. So I was, my, our, another friend, Leslie, she came later on and so she and I went over to see the swing dancers and while they were playing music you could not hear the party going on at the castle which I I thought they were going to clash and they didn't and it was so much fun to watch um, Jack (laughs) Skellington dance with girls and to watch um, oh my gosh Captain Jack Sparrow dance with Cinderella over there (laughs) it was it was just great and so we had so much fun watching that so we stayed there for a while did you dance i you can't just say you watched we just watched we we weren't there to dance or anything and plus it was towards the end of the day and we really wanted to get off our feet so it was a great way to for us to just enjoy our time so i am i am jumping around you should have danced (laughs) (laughs) i would have danced Totally would have danced. You would dance. Carol, you would have danced in your chair. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but it was a- You'd at least be tapping some toes. Well, they had they had dancing there and at you know, Tomorrowland Terrace like they always do and and um it was just a lot of fun. But another thing they did at Disneyland, which I really wanted to do, is they had an Avenger superhero movie marathon over in the cool Captain EO. Um, that's a better use for the Captain Neo. I know that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but they they were showing Thor, they were showing Iron Man and Captain America, the different movies. And I my intention was to go there and sit down and watch the movies, but I was having so much fun at Disneyland that I never did get over there to the to the theater. So that was some of the things happening over there. Also, Disneyland had these signs throughout the park. That said, rock your Disney side. And if you tweeted that or put it on Facebook with hashtag rock um, Disney, just Disney side, yeah. they would take those pictures and they would flash them up on the Jumbotron at the Disneyland, at the um, Sleeping Beauty Castle. Oh, cute. Oh, fun. Yeah, so you could see your picture up there if you had tweeted it. So there were other Well, it things. certainly was trending. I mean, it was worldwide trending that day, so. Oh, yeah, it was coast to coast, right? It was crazy. And then also, now, Mary Jo, were you there with your family, or no? Who, who were you there with? I went by myself, and I ended up bouncing from friend to friend. So, for, <laughs> first, which is very typical, Mary Jo. Yeah. <laughs> so, so first, I, I ran into Stacy and her daughter, like I said, and then Tom and Tony, and then our friend Chris from Australia. He was spending his last day from his month-long tour in the United States. His mm-hmm. last day was at Disneyland Park, so we went over there and we um, had barbecue because he really wanted barbecue. And had a three-hour conversation, which was so much fun. And we'll be talking about that more in our news show and recap, or when yeah. Chris does his, uh, when he does his recap of his vac- his visit. But I had such a fun time with him. 
And um, well, well. Oh, can we can we mention too? Um, also check our our you know our feed and and the page disunplug.com for the links to the those interviews and shows. And then also um, check our YouTube channel for those interviews with Tom that Tom did. Oh yeah, um, the the Big Thunder Mountain um, interview was so, a lot of fun. I watched that a couple so, of times. So yeah, so watch all that stuff if you really want to dig into some of the stuff. And I know we'll be talking about it on on our show. So right, I mean, how can we not? And then so. um, then we split up, and I and my friend Leslie was there at the park, and she's a really good friend of mine, and we play Mouse Adventure together and stuff. <laughs> so Leslie and I hung out the rest of the time at Disneyland, and we um, like I oh um, a friend of ours who's also we know from the Diz, Chris up is been ill. So she brought a whole bunch of pennies so that we could make good wishes for him at the Snow White Wishing Well. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's wonderful. So so we did that, and she took pictures so that he would know that we were thinking of him. So my, my best to Chris. And um, we found out, which I didn't know before, we tried, to, we tried to go there right before the parade started, and they closed off the pathway from the castle... Um, to Main Street, where the Snow White Wishing Well, that whole pathway is closed during the parade. And we asked the Interesting. cast member, yeah, did you guys know that? No, yeah. that's new. That must be new because I've cut through there lots of times. Well, we asked the cast member why they did that, and she said that if there's an emergency, they want a path where they could yeah. get people through. So Actually, that makes sense. It you does. Know? Perfect sense. Because there's you, you guys have seen Disneyland. It's It's so crowded, and the 24-hour day, even though it wasn't outrageously uncomfortably crowded, there were a lot of people there. So I'm pretty sure that Disneyland, you know, they had the, the forethought to make sure that they had these pathways open for the people. So that that was pretty good. And then we hit over to California Adventure. Uh, somebody special wanted me to pick up a bugle for him, so I did. And when we went to, and that's Michael. <laughs> so oh, no. <laughs> so so um as we walked over we saw this huge sand sculpture in the middle of the esplanade and it was Olaf in a summer scene. So they had oh. also been building this sand sculpture and I guess by the time we got there they were finished and it was really nice. So I took it. Well and then wasn't Josh Gad there the vo- who was the voice of Olaf he was. doing like some interviews and stuff? In fact Tom interviewed Josh. So that he was there. Check our YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> for that. And and there'll be um, links in our show notes for that, too. So. Yeah. We'll see that. So we head over to California Adventure. And California Adventure was almost as crowded as Disneyland. I took a picture. Disneyland, with, the main street was jam-packed. You love taking crowd pictures. I do. Because I like to see how many. It's so crazy that with as many people that are there that they you can still accomplish so much while you're at the land. So um, there were yeah. there were people there who were jamming and everything. And we went to California Adventure. We wanted to go see the Frozen sing-along. And at 11 o'clock at night, the Frozen sing-along was book solid. It was oh over gosh. at the Muppet Theater. And I asked the cast member, are you kidding me? And he said no. He said that every show had been full house. And that people were getting in line a half hour to an hour before each show to to sing along to Frozen. Very fun. I know. That music. It's the music. The music is so wonderful. It is. Yep. 
And so I just thought that that was pretty cool that people were, I thought it would be crowded maybe when the kids were there. I didn't realize that so many adults would, you know, where else can you go and just let loose without being criticized, you know, for, yeah. for having fun. Now, did, did you see a lot of kids there? There were. I mean, besides teenagers. There were. A lot of little kids? Yep. Even late at night, I was surprised that at that time of night that there were kids and wow. they were not whining. There, the line for Little Mermaid was switchbacking outside Little Mermaid. Oh, Holy wow. crap. I have, I have never seen it that, that crowded. The only attraction that I saw down was Toy Story Mania, and this was about 1230 at night. Everything. They've been having a lot of problems with that thing lately, have haven't they? they? I don't know. it. Have they? Because I haven't been over there. I want to say the last time we were in the park that we tried to go on it, it was down. So it could be that they've been having issues, but they certainly were at that time. And like I said, Paradise Pier, I have the last time that I saw it that crowded was in the grand opening of California Adventure back in 2001. Hmm. And that there were so many people. But like I said, everybody was in a good mood. Nobody was complaining. The line, I think it was the single rider line for California Screaming was up, up the... Up the the bridgeway, the boardwalk, yep. all the way up the boardwalk, all yeah. the way up the boardwalk. So, and um, Stacy, who I had met at lunch, was meeting with our other friend Vicky at for breakfast at eleven forty at night at Ariel's Grotto, and they were getting tickets to see the three a.m. World of Color. Oh wow! <laughs> so there were people there. That, I mean, the activity that was going on at the park, it, everybody was in full swing. Like I said, um, the Mad Tea Party was not playing their usual music. They were playing more like party music. And people, that place cool. was jam-packed also. Now, did they surprised. have special merchandise that you could buy for just that one night? They did. They had the t-shirts um, that they had that said um, the 24, it was um, Rock Your Disney Side t-shirts. And they had mm -hmm. trading pins also. Now, are you guys discriminatory about what you guys buy? You know, are you discerning, I should say, about what you guys buy for special events like this? I mean, do you fall fall in the merchandise trap, or do you? Does it have to be like a certain quality or a certain look before you pick it up? I um, well, Disneyland usually has pretty good quality T-shirts and stuff. I well, have yeah, a I mean, ton of I have a ton of T-shirts. Um, I didn't think about getting a pin. I should have. But I more I get pins more for like the anniversaries. I definitely want pins for those. So for Rock Your Disney side, for me it was the pictures were enough. And they had yeah. a lot of what I saw a lot of photo pass uh, photographers. No, oh, that's good. Yeah, you know they needed them, which is good. Oh, we went to it was so funny. Leslie and I had gone over. You know where Mickey and Minnie come out by the on Main Street by the hat shop. Yeah, oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we, we were over there, and they had this huge backdrop, like like a red carpet backdrop. And so we went there, and the photographers told us, "Get up there and let us take your picture." And they were having us pose, and it was so much fun. They were saying, "Okay, now pretend you're waving to somebody off in the distance." Okay, now blow kisses to us. And Aww. we so they took a That's with fun. our with our own cameras. Which you guys will never see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it. How fun is that, though? I mean, 
Talk about getting into the spirit of it. It sounds like the cast members were having just as much fun. I'm glad you said that because in the when we went past for the when they were having the dance party over in Sleeping Beauty Castle, Leslie and I were walking on to Tomorrowland, and as we're passing by, the cast members were rocking out, and they were rocking out and dancing. So we were dancing as we passed them, and everybody was laughing and just having a really good time. So it was fun to see all of that happening. At the parks. And that was happening at both parks. I think for the evening, Disneyland seemed to be more jumping. It was more lively than California Adventure. Although California Adventure was also, there was a lot going on over there. So I had a good time, even though I only lasted till 1 a.m. Um, and I, I blamed the cleanse because I don't have that much protein in me. So 1 a.m. I was like, yeah, I need to go to bed. But if I had been well rested, had, you know, eaten my protein and everything i would have stayed for the 24 hours i missed seeing mickey and minnie in their pajamas you know waving to everybody in in the morning uh-huh. yeah they they were doing that so um another thing they did one of um our listeners dina four 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 she's got like six fours after her name um oh speaking of dina w- tom had also made some buttons and so there was a dismeet at 8 a.m and mm-hmm. Dismeet at 8 p.m. And we had scheduled a Dismeet for 4 a.m. the next morning, but Tom was sick. So he ended up leaving early. And when I say early, I mean like 9 p.m. It was already late, but he just couldn't stay any longer. He was catching a cold. And I had petered out by 1 a.m. So my, our apologies to anybody who came at, for looking for us at, at 4 a.m. that we weren't there. So we have to rethink uh, suggesting Dismeets to being a little bit more realistic. When we can make it. Well, you know, but the people who came met each other and it was all good. Yeah, well, that's that's true. That was good. And at the 8 p.m. Well, what, t- what time did Tony leave? Tony left with Tom because Tom was staying with him. Oh, okay. So so they left to get, they left at the same time. They left so Tom would not barf on any of his shoes. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Don't say so, that. So. What? <laughs> it, 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 they, would, they left for the good of the listeners. There you go. Yeah, but, but poor Tom. <laughs> Anyway, so Aww. Dina44444, she had a, a little card, and the card was a ticket to for a meet and greet with Maleficent over at California Adventure. And she got her card because Disneyland had tweeted a certain spot. If you If you got the tweet, you would go to a certain spot and get this card so you can go to this meet and greet. And only the people with that card, it was an invitation, could go see Maleficent over in oh, California cool. Adventure and it was and the Angelina Jolie version of Maleficent. It was yep. over by the um it's tough to be a bug. Yeah, where they're showing the preview. Where they're showing the preview and I saw the preview with Leslie for the first time and it was in 3D. Actually it was in 4D. And wow. I recommend going to see that preview. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so. my um Michael and my daughter saw that when we were down there the week before you. So um and they loved it. Did they? Yeah. Now I want to see the movie. So it's coming out. I think out. we're seeing it Sunday. Yeah. It's supposed to come out tonight, right? No, tomorrow. May 30th. Uh, right. Yes. May so, 30th. Yeah. So um, anyway, so we met Dina. We met um, a few other Dizzers who came to the meet and greet. And it was fun um, seeing them, especially when Dina showed us the little ticket and seeing, you know, people that you see on the boards, too. It's always fun meeting up with them. Um, other people on our Disneyland thread, they said that a lot of them stayed the entire day. 
and some of them dressed up. Um, Crystal thirteen thirteen. They dressed up as Tron, so they had glow. I don't know how their suits glow in the dark, but or they light up. But they they lit up just like they did in the movie, which I thought was really cool. Oh, fun! Yeah, and then there was another um, Dizzer, and they had a cool costume. Their costumes um, were seemed simple at first because there were T shirts that said um, "Rock Your Disney Side Around the Clock," and they had yeah. two numbers. And what they did is they switched out the numbers for every hour they were there in the parks. And they made it oh, all God. the way to 24. <laughs> Isn't that cool? So they took a picture by Rock Your Disney Side with the number one that first hour they were there. And then they took a really funny picture where they're all conked out with a 24. You know, so I thought that was really cool. Well, I got to admit, my favorite, um, my favorite photo, um, updates were from Mary Jo Collins from uh, from Florida. She took 24 different t-shirts and put a different t-shirt on every hour. That is so And cool. had different uh, <laughs> locations that the shirts were specific to. So, How Mary Jo, I know you're listening. <laughs> you are awesome and I didn't tell you that. <laughs> very, very cool. But anyway, yeah. that was basically our day over there. And I will say, I'll end with saying that as I was leaving at 1 a.m., I don't, I think there were as much, if not more people coming in as many or, or more people coming in as we're leaving. So wow. that park was full and, um, rocking all night long. So. And of course, the weather was good then too. So the weather was that would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a great evening. Yeah, it wasn't too hot where people got worn out, and the evening was very comfortable. I just I wore a light jacket just because you know it gets kind of cool in California, but nothing outrageous. So it was beautiful. Oh, hey, Mary Jo, do you want to mention Stacy's name one more time so she gets yet another ultimate shout out, making her (laughs) our most frequent frequent shout out or or name drop the entire time? (laughs) Yeah, sorry about it. Well, it's because I I spent time with her. We love Stacy and Vicky and everybody. So anyway, it was, was oh, well, and she deserves a shout out. She and her daughter, okay, she said that she blamed our podcast. They were listening to the show, and she said, "I have to go." So she called. Yeah, up her she was daughter. looking for looking to see if it was a good idea, right? Because yeah. I saw that post on Facebook. So she called up her daughter, and she said, "Let's do it." So they left at seven p.m. Um, Thursday night, and they got to the hotel at midnight. Went to sleep for at like by one in the morning, and she was up at four in the morning to get ready to go to Disneyland. Wow! So, so they deserve it. So, the, and it was a truly a turnaround trip they went there um to disneyland and they saw the three o'clock world of color they were there i don't know if they were there till six in the morning but they were there pretty darn late they were there later than me and then they drove home to phoenix so kudos to to stacy for that that she she was rocking her disney side (laughs) (laughs) ladies trips are so much fun yeah they are (laughs) they are so i thought that was very cool and Carol, you guys just got back. We did. Yeah, we, we were there just right before uh, Mary Jo's event. Um, we went on Mother's Day, and we were down there for a week. And uh, actually, we ended up attending an event while we were there because they had the annual pass holder event on uh, Monday night. 
on um, May 12th. Oh, yeah. that special after hours, Carol? Yeah, yeah. It was um, it was like a three hour um, once they closed uh, California Adventure and the only people that could go in were uh, annual pass holders. And oh, so fun. It was a good time. I mean, I don't... I don't think that the cast uh, was quite as uh, in love with doing that event as they were the Rock Your Disney side. Um, but I think they had a good time. Um, it what was, kind of things were they offering? Um, you know, it was really just that the park was open, um, you know, just for pass holders. And then um, they didn't like have a... I thought they were going to have a world of color, but they didn't, which mm. I was sort of surprised um, you know, I thought they'd have a special world of color. It was from, uh, I think the event ran from, gosh, if I'm not mistaken, 8 o'clock at night to 11. And so, but, you know, it was kind of a closed, you know, closed park. Although there were still a lot of pass holders there. And um, at those prices, I'm yeah, not too surprised, yeah. but surprised. Uh, <laughs> they had some, they, they did have some um, princesses that you don't normally see out. Oh, that's oh, yeah. cool. As much. So they had, um, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of who was out. Um, uh, Pocahontas was out and, mm-hmm. um, uh, Tiana was out. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think of who the third gal was that we saw. Um, but we didn't wait in line for them because the line, they were up at the top, um, up by Ariel's Grotto. Yeah. Um, you know, where there's sort of that, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, the, um, it's over, it's over by the, um, no, the Cove Bar. Oh, okay. You know, they have a gazebo. I'm sorry. Yeah. I couldn't remember the word. And, um, but the line went all the way down, almost down the boardwalk, uh, down, almost down to Toy Story. So wow. people were really trying to get their pictures with them. Um, but other than that, I think, um, you know, they had a lot of, bi- you know, kind of music going. Uh, they brought out a group, uh, that was playing right in front of, um, Little Mermaid in that kind of uh, open area there where you usually line up for uh, world of color. So, I mean, they had different things happening and it was a lot of fun, but it was, you know, it was, it certainly was nothing on the uh, extent of, uh, of what you went to Mary Jo. So I think the park there was, was being there after hours, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and that, you know, the lines were a lot shorter to, to ride different things and, um, so they had the, you know, the beach boy band out over in, uh, oh. <laughs> over by, uh, the paradise pier. Um, so there's, there, they had a lot of different things happening, but, um, and I think the mad tea party was, uh, quite the rocking place to go. So, uh, now, did you guys do anything you, you haven't done before? You had your granddaughter with you. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, first of all, for us to go for a week is really unusual, um, we normally come down for a weekend and mm-hmm. and then turn around and head home. So to have a full week there, I kept thinking, oh, my gosh, that's a lot of time. You know, even though I had Michael, you know, who is the ultimate kid in Disneyland. <laughs> um, but um, I thought it's going to be a lot. We're going to we're going to have way too much time. But I have to tell you, when we were driving home, we were laughing about all the things that we didn't get, didn't have time to do. Really? Um, which, so I have to say, I, I, you know, Disneyland, you could spend a week in Disneyland and, and not have a problem. Um, we did, uh, Michael and I have annual passes. And then our granddaughter, we did buy her um, a Southern California annual pass, which is funny because we got the last 
they changed the prices while we were there. And so, and the pass that she got, which is the Southern California limited, like pass, not the, not the select one, which they're which still is, doing. Yeah. But the one that's Sunday through Friday, mm-hmm. um, they've dropped that. And I think she's one of the last people to get one. Oh, wow. So, which was kind of funny. Uh, but our daughter, um, our daughter Joni, um, came down and joined us also. And um, so we bought her a five-day pass um, for the event, which I have to laugh because here we were, a day <laughs> six family, and we had to have one day where we didn't go in the parks because we didn't want to leave our daughter out. So um, that was the day that I think Michael had mentioned we were going to go to the cabana um, over at Disneyland. And um, so we did that midweek. We did that on Wednesday of our tr- of our week. And I have to say that was a great experience. So, for the people who don't know what the cabanas are, why don't you give us a little description? So, um, in if you stay on the Disneyland properties, um, so there's Paradise Pier, there's Disneyland Hotel, and then there's the um, Grand Californian. And we stayed at the Grand Californian. We were we are DVC members, so we happen to. Uh, get lucky and we got a two bedroom villa. So there's pools. Um, How nice. Yeah. Oh, it's, they're just, they're really, it's, it's so difficult to get into the DVC, but, um, it's so small. It's, the yeah, there's only, one out there. yeah, there's only 50 villas. And so, um, you've got to really plan far in advance. But, um, so we had a two bedroom villa, which is just a fantastic way to go if you've got, you know, different, uh, generations of people. Uh, or a couple different families. So, but, di- uh, the Grand California pools, um, are kind of tame, if you will. Uh, I'm not a big pool person because I have a pump and I can't go in the water, but, yeah. uh, my family loves to, you know, jump in the water and swim. But I think there is a small slide at the California, um, hotel, but it's really nothing compared to the Disneyland hotel. Right. Um, where you have, uh, there's really like two main pools. There's the slide area, which they have the monorail slide. And, um, it's actually, I didn't realize it's three slides. So there's the real small slide. Yeah. Um, there's a medium slide, which I think is with, um, the monorail. There's like it's a, red. A, yeah. Okay. And then there's the big slide at the top. Which is blue. So, yeah. okay. So great. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. Um, red and blue are two different speeds slash tameness. And blue, I think, dumps into, a, a secondary pool, whereas red just goes straight into the regular pool. Okay. So, the um, waiting one. Yeah. So, that is, if you've got children or grandchildren, that is the place you want to be. So, um, when we were down there, I had originally thought that we could not get into Disneyland, uh, pool area. So, um, what I did was I rented a cabana and for the day. Well, actually, I rented it for half a day. You can rent it for a full day, which is um, 9 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock at night. Or you could rent it for half a day, which is 2 o'clock in the afternoon till 6 o'clock at night. So, and these are, um, I think, I believe at the Disneyland Hotel, there's six of them. There's three on the um, the slide area. Um, and then there are three down at the more quieter kind of pool. Um, which used to be the Neverland pool. I think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to, of course, be by the slide pool because I knew that's where my granddaughter would be. So, um, is that the e-ticket pool or the, 
D-ticket pool. I don't know. I can't remember. It, the, one of the things I love about those pools is the actual tile border on the inside lip of the pool has the replicas of the tickets, and it says which ticket it is. Really? Oh, gosh. See, I didn't it, know that, yeah, and I was either, there. It, one of them's E-ticket, one of them's D-ticket, I think, or... Okay, that's cool. I have to Google that. Anyway, it is kind of cool. I didn't know because I sat in the cabana the whole time. And the cabana is the coolest thing to do if you are not, you know, a sun goddess. Um, Mm -hmm. We happened to have been in Disneyland the week that it was over 100 uh, degrees in in Anaheim that week. And on that Wednesday happened to be the hottest day they had of that full week. So we couldn't have planned it more perfect. Um, so the three cabanas up by the slide where we were, um, were all, they were all full, um, had all been rented. And I think that these things are rented, uh, pretty full through the summer, but you can call any, you know, anyone can call and, uh, try to, um, to rent these or for us, it was about $160, um, for four hours. And what you get is a cabana is like a tented area. Um, it had a, like a full length couch, outdoor couch, and then a small outdoor love seat. And then in front of the cabana is two of the chase lounges. And when yep. you arrive, they have the towels all laid out on them for you. And inside the cabana is, um, like a, uh, kind of a cabinet area and it has a refrigerator in it, which they have some bottled water and then, um, they have a safe. So if you were there with your family and you all wanted to go into the water, they have an, uh, an actual, like a hotel safe where you could put any store, store anything in there. Um, and then they have electrical outlets. So for someone like myself who's on oxygen, I can just plug right into that. Wow. And, uh, you know, so that was kind of neat. Um, so they do have, um, some, uh, electrical there or like if you had a computer or something that you wanted to, you know, plug into yeah. uh, they have a they have a tv um which was great i caught up a little bit on my soaps while i was sitting there <laughs> very nice and um but the best thing of all is they have a fan <laughs> inside the cabana and so oh, the fan actually keeps you cool and um you know you can either keep the you know canvas wings of the cabana open or you can shut them um, we kept them open for most of the day, but about, um, I think going on about five o'clock, we did shut two sides of it because of the sun was just blasting into our cabana. Um, there is, uh, the cabana host who meets you and, um, and he was charming. He was a, a very nice Disney employee. And then there's the cabana girl, if you will, um, who runs the drinks and she's grabbing them either from, um, the tiki, uh, the tiki bar, mm-hmm. um, or, um, oh gosh, there's one other place they're grabbing, uh, f- uh, drinks from. I'm trying to remember. It's slipping my mind, but, uh, you can order food from, uh, Trader Sam's or you can order food from the Disneyland Hotel room service. Oh, and okay. And so they will bring all that, uh, directly to you. So, um, you know, I know that we, we definitely ordered food and, um, you know, my daughter said, you know, there was so much fun to have her 
pina colada or whatever she was drinking uh, as she was sitting there on her chase lounge and, and loving every minute of it. So um, that's when you was sit cool. there and it was life is good, right? Yeah. You know, and like for me, I really don't go to pool days. You know, I mean, it's just way too hard for me. I can't be out in the sun that long. Um, and I really miss out on, you know, little kids just are so much fun at the pool. And my granddaughter was having a blast and the waiting area, that's like a no entry pool. And the waiting area is just so much fun for these kids. And so to get to see some of that and experience some of that, um, I would, I would strongly say to anybody who, um, has a little bit of, um, concern about being out in the sun for all that period of time, this is a great way to go. Um, if, if you're a person who's snow white from the Midwest who can't be sitting in the sun all the time, uh, you know, cause you don't want to burn to death, this is the way to go. It's, it's, at first I thought it was a lot of money, but at the end, I would never have been able to spend those four hours out there with my family, um, if I had not done this. So, um, it was well, well worth the money. Um, and what? I even believe I got a, a discount being an annual pass holder, so. Yeah, I've always really wanted to do that, and I just haven't been able to talk Ian into it yet. <laughs> yeah, um, I know the um, the group next to us was a f- uh, a family, but the group next to them was uh, uh, it was a bridal sh- like a bridal. I don't want to say shower. I think it was more like a bachelorette group uh, who were there was like pre wedding. Yeah, there was like ten girls, and I think you the maximum. They really don't want you to have more than eight, but I think you can go up to 10. Um, and so, uh, they kept the cabana girl very busy getting drinks. I bet. So, um, but it was a, it, like I said, it was a, it was really a lot of fun. We did order food and had the food sent directly down and it comes very, I think it was there within 10 minutes. Um, Yum. so it was, um, you know, we really had a, a very nice afternoon. Um, and it was a wonderful way to include the whole family at pool time. So that was something we'd never done before, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, Sounds like a nice treat for everybody. Yeah, it was great. It really, really was great. Um, So how was um, how was touring the parks this time? Was it crowded? Was it you know? Well, it was the first time that I've um, you know I I was down there when they introduced the um, disability access um, card. Right. Um, that was the very first weekend that they did that. I happened to be there. Um, I haven't been back in the park since. And so this was going to be my first experience sort of as, um, if you will, just sort of regular day to day, um, how it would work. Um, and I have to say, I have mixed feelings about it. Um, I did get my, um, you know, I'm normally, I, I'm in a scooter. Um, and I do carry a cane with me when I'm in the park. So when I went to the very first day, it was Mother's Day, to get, I went over to, um, to, in California Adventure to guest services. And I, um, asked, I went in and spoke to a cast member about getting my, um, DOS card, the disability access service mm-hmm. card. And, and I have to tell you that that experience was not a good one. Um, oh, that's not be- good. Well, I, the reason I think is because, and it's something that anybody who has any kind of handicap should be aware. If you have a scooter or a wheelchair or any kind of, um, even a cane, 
um, they're going to tell you that you don't qualify for um, a disability uh, access service card. Um, that's that's just they tell you that right up front. And so I said to the young lady, you know, I understand that you have that mobility, you know, that if you have mobility issues that you're supposed to now go just through the standard lines or you go to the back, you know, the back door exits that um, have been established for wheelchairs. Um, but just because you're in a scooter or you're in a wheelchair or you have a cane doesn't mean that you still wouldn't qualify. You may have other issues that would qualify you for uh, a DOS card. So this cast member and I had to have a conversation about what some of my other medical issues are and why um, I should be granted a card. Um, and it took a little bit of convincing because she was so stuck on the fact that I had a scooter and that that would allow me to um, use the, you know, the entry points for uh, wheelchairs. Um, so I would say to anybody who has to go through this process, um, just be aware that, you know, continue to have the conversation with the cast member. And um, if you really feel that you have other issues besides just not being able to stand er, to um, go through the, the wheelchair area, um, that you need to really bring that forward and don't be shy about um, kind of standing your ground. Um, the young lady and I finally did come to an understanding. Um, and so she, uh, she did grant me the card, which was fine. Um, another thing that I learned was as you go forward, um, like when I, my card is good for 60 days because I have an annual pass. Um, if right. I was someone just visiting, um, it would be as long as my ticket um, was good for. Um, so when this expires, and it's it's very clear on the pass itself how long it's good for, but you want to hold on to that. So if you're somebody who's come out for a week and you um, are going to be going back, let's say six months later or even a year later, hold on to that dis the disability access service card because um, when you come back to get another one, if you hand them your expired one, it pretty much just, it bypasses most of the process you have to go through. They'll just pull up the number that was on that and grant you a new one. Um, well, that's you, good to know. Yeah. Um, you're allowed up to four guests on your um, card. If you have more than four, which in our case we had five, uh, they want to see all the people. Um, they want to make sure that you really have that many people. So um, that's something uh, just to be aware of. Um, my biggest concern, I think, about using this card, um, and I think people are pretty familiar with how this works. You get the card. You go to one of the um, stations, if you will, uh, guest relations stations that are put up in the park, and you tell them what um, attraction you want to go on. So, like, my first one that I wanted to go on was Toy Story Mania. And they look at the current time, which for me, it was like 10.15. The wait time at that time was 50 minutes um, for Toy wow. Story. So what they do is they put a return time. There's all these columns. And they put a return time of, they take that 50 minutes, they add it to what your current time is, and then they subtract 10 minutes. And then, um, so at 10.55, we were eligible to go to Toy Story Mania. 
Um, so, which is exactly what we did. So, um, then you go in the back entrance and you wait for, cause I wanted to use the, the handicapped car. Um, so usually there's a slight wait or sometimes a longer wait, um, to use those cars. So we are just so everyone knows we're, we, those of us who are using these cards and passes, we are waiting the same amount of time you all are. Um, and so, um, and it works well for people um, as long as you can get the attractions listed on the card. The biggest issue I have is like in um, in California Adventure, there is really only three places that you can have your card signed um, to put this attraction on outside of the guest relations, you know, city hall kind of area. Um, and those areas, there's one, um, right there between like King Triton's carousel and Toy Story. There's what you want to do is look for the green umbrella and there will be a guest service, um, person, um, underneath the green umbrella that can stamp your card and, and to write in the wait times. Um, so there's one there, there's one over in Cars Land by Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. And then there's one in, um... Let's see, one, two, I'm trying to think of where the third one is. Um, oh, it's the, it's the one right there, um, by Carthay Circle, uh, the information stand, okay. uh, that's by the red trolley. That's I, it. I was wondering why all those new little information kiosks were there. Yeah. I was kind of, so I didn't know what they were for. I just thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. They have more yeah. info podiums. Well, they service everyone. I mean, because I've, I yeah. waited behind, you know, people who were asking questions about where to eat or, you know, how come their fast passes had expired and they couldn't use them. And so you wait for all that, which was fine. But um, there's only three of them in all of California Adventure. Wow. Okay. So if I'm at, you know, um, if I want to go on Little Mermaid and I, you've got to go to one of these stations and you've got to be, you know, you know how crowded these parks are. You've got to travel to where these, these people are in, um, Disneyland. There's only four stations, you, you know, Disneyland has a, you know, it's, it's quite large. That's a lot of, um, a lot of time going crisscrossing back and forth. And aren't you retracing it your is. steps a lot? It is. It is. And it's, and it can become very frustrating. Um, in Disneyland, the, where the, uh, information centers are located is at, um, there's one kind of by, um, the Harbor Gallery, Galley mm-hmm. over in Critter Country, um, that, that services, you know, all of New Orleans Square, all of Critter Country, and all of Frontierland. Okay. Um, there's one in Fantasyland that's right between Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Peter Pan's Flight. And that services all of Fantasyland and all of Mickey's Toontown. So that's odd. If, if you're in Mickey's Toontown and you, you know, let's say you ride uh, Roger Rabbit and then you want to get another pass for... Um, the little kid, I forget what coaster. the gadgets go yeah, coaster. Yeah. Um, you have to go all the way back to Mr. Toad's wild ride. Eek. That's crazy. That's a lot. You know, that's, you're really putting a lot of pressure on these families where, you know, you have children that are, 
um, have issues that can't wait in line, um, you know, you're really putting a lot of pressure on these people. Um, in Tomorrowland, the information center is over by the Tomorrowland Terrace, um, kind of between there and it's kind of where the edge of um, where um, Buzz Lightyear comes out. There's a green umbrella. And I'm sure they move around a little bit, but um, that's where those are. And then, um, of course, there's the one by City Hall. There's City Hall. So um, that's all there are. Um, so you're really... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. There's one other. I, I apologize. There's one by um, Jolly, uh, Jolly Holiday, Holiday. Uh, Bakery Cafe. There's that main information center there that always shows the rides, how long yeah. the lines are. And so uh, they also can do the stamping. So um, it's... You know, this is all a work in progress. Um, it's some of it works really well, and some of it is is really frustrating. Um, and I think, you know, they're they're trying to find out what the happy medium is going to be. <coughs> excuse me, to um, be able to service um, the people who need to be accommodated by these uh, accessibility. So, um, you know, I'm not a big ride person, so it worked out okay. Um, in, I will say in California Adventure, uh, the Little Mermaid ride, um, uh, mm-hmm. they have a King Triton cart, uh, uh, car where, um, I transferred out of my scooter and into a wheelchair that was provided by the ride. And then that wheelchair goes right onto the King Triton car. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I've never seen that one. I'd never ridden that before either. And it was so fun, uh, to do that. Um. Cool. So uh, Michael and I rode that on that one together, and then also um, they have a similar situation over on Monsters Inc. Uh, ride, um, which I rode. Um, you sit in the front, and then the people that are with you are city, uh, seated in the second row of the car, the taxi car itself. So um, that was kind of fun, where they really are trying to make all the rides much more accessible, and I appreciate that very much. Um, but like I said, they're still learning. I think how to um, how to traffic this, if you will. Um, it's a very long way to go in between rides to get to these uh, information centers. So um, I don't want to, you know, say anything else more about it. I think that that's probably enough about the handicap well, side. At of least it. it gets at least it gives um, a lot of our listeners a really good idea of what to expect and maybe because they know to expect that right that as the disney's learning curve you know goes and they start making improvements then you know maybe the expectations can be turned into surprises right better surprises right the other thing i would say is if you're with a group um if if you're a mom and a dad and you have a like an autistic child um one parent can stay with that child in in a location and a, the other person can run and get the stamp um, on t- from the information center. But when you go to the ride itself, the person who is owns that card, there's a picture of them, and they must be there. Uh, and you must go on the ride um, if you are the person who holds the disability access card. So, which um, is as it should be. Yeah. So, but it, I think it's important to know that you don't have to take your whole family, you know, right. from Toontown the all the way yeah. back to, you know, I would find if you have a, you know, a, a, a young, a young person who can run that way, 
uh, I'd send them because, um, it's, it's a long walk. It's a very long walk. It's a long scooter ride. So, um, it takes a lot of time. The parks are, you know, you, you don't just quickly go through the park anymore. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people in the parks these days. So, um, that's a really good point too. It's not like you can just walk and run from one to the other. Yeah. So, and you're still able to use fast passes and things like that, you know, outside of this program. So, um, you know, for me, we, I tended to go with the family and kind of, you know, I usually sit and wait for them to come through, um, whatever rides they're going on. So, um, but anyway, I, I, there was a couple of things that we did on this trip that was a little unusual. Um, we'd never bought the photo pass, um, plus before. Um, okay. but we were, we were going to be there for a week. Um, it's a hundred dollars, like $99 and 95 cents. Um, cause they which, can't just make it a flat hundred and call it good. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to be good and say, you know, it's actually, that's what it is. You can pre-order it. Um, but if you're going to pre-order it, you have to do it. Oh gosh, I want to say it's at least 14 days and it might be 30 days. I can't remember. Um, uh, but you, it's definitely more than 14 days. Um, and it's $69.95 if you pre-buy it. And um, so if you're going to be going on a longer trip to Disneyland um, and you're thinking, you, especially if you have young people uh, and you're going to buy a couple pictures um, and you want to buy the photo pass, don't be like me and wait till two weeks beforehand and say, oh, I better buy it now because it's going to cost you $30 more. So, um, but I have to say I was glad I bought it and I wasn't sure I was I'm happy about it in the beginning. Um the photo pass people are hard to find during the week. Um, you know, so we were there, um, you know, there was no night. So it's a little bit slower time when we were there. It was right after Mother's Day. And, um, we had to really hunt down the photo pass people to make sure that we were getting our money's worth. Um, but we did do, um, a cup, we did a character breakfast at, um, uh, the Plaza Inn. And they always take a picture of you when you first come in. And then they walk around and they sell you those pictures. And if you have a photo pass plus, you, they hand it to you. Um, so if you, if we'd gone to Ariel's grotto, um, and they took a picture of us with Ariel, they would have handed us that picture. So, and it was, um, given to us in the actual folder that it comes to everybody else. So I thought that was a very nice, uh, addition. I didn't know that was even going to happen. Um, and so, um, the other thing that happened was I, I did go up to a photo pass person and complained that they didn't have a lot of photo pass people and that I really wanted to have my granddaughter's picture with one of the characters in the hub area, um, on main street. And the only ones that had photo pass was like Mickey and Minnie and all the other characters, they would take pictures with your camera, but they didn't have photo pass people. And it yeah. was funny because. They actually took a photo pass person and he came over and he took a couple of pictures of Lexi. So I guess if you, uh, if you have one of these passes and you really want a picture done, just talk to one of the photo pass people and see if you can kind of drag them from where they are to, you know, where you're going to be. And, you know, it doesn't hurt to say, Hey, listen, I spent a hundred dollars for this. So I really want, you know, to get my money's worth yeah. out of it. So, um, but all in all, I think it was, you know, we went through, because we were with a five-year-old, um, you know, we went through the princess fair and um, uh, we saw the three princesses there. 
And of course, all those had picture opportunities. So for us, it made sense to do this. Um, we did not wait for Elsa and Anna. Uh, the wait was over three hours. Oh my and as, wo- as wonderful as a grandmother as I am, and mm. as much as I don't go on rides and everything else, I was not going to sit there in the sun, uh, and, uh, sit through that line of, and there are a lot of screaming, screaming children in that line. Um, it's, I think that there's, they've got to rethink that. Um, they, this is months. This has been going on now. Yeah. I mean, that it's, this is not the first weekend Elsa and Anna were there. I mean, that's insane to spend over, th- I, I think it's three or three and a half hours. You know. I remember the first time we saw them, I was thinking, oh, 30 minutes, that's going to be too long. We'll come back another time. And then it's just gotten worse from there. Yeah, I mean, and these children are, you know, that line snakes through a very hot part of Fantasyland. There's not a lot of shade in that area. Um, and there are kids that are sitting there just screaming. Um, they, it's nap time. They need to, you know, but those parents are not going to give up that spot. If you've invested that much time, you're not giving up. And I wonder um, if it's so, the parents or is it the children that really want to see them? I don't know. I mean, I know with Lexi, you know, when you see Olaf there on top of the building. Oh my um, God, they go nuts. It, it's a little bit tough. You know, I can't lie to her and say that, you know, Elsa and Anna aren't there. Um, but, um, you know, she, we had plenty of other things to do and she was distracted from it. So she didn't like beg us to go see them. Um, but, and, and we had seen quite a few princesses. Um, we went back and we saw Merida, uh, and small world is closed right now, um, for refurbishment. Merida's still there. And, um, she, you know, doesn't have a really long line and she spent a lot of time talking to, to Lexi. I was surprised. I mean, I would say the interaction with Merida was maybe, I would say seven minutes long. That's a very long time. Yeah. Um, and she even, Lexi even got a special pine cone from Merida. Uh-huh. So that was very nice. Wow. So, um, so she, Merida really liked her. But um, so there are definitely lots of princesses you can see. Um, one of the special moments that happened for us was we knew Snow White was going to come out. Um, she usually comes out on the hour to the wishing well area. And, um, I'd given Lexi two quarters to throw into the, um, into the wishing well. And so, um, Lexi handed one of the quarters to Snow White and together they both threw coins into the fountain. And, you know, that's just one of those moments. It's like, you know, no matter how much you, you know, plan to have like a special moment, that was an incredible moment for me as the grandparent and also for my granddaughter. And, um, you know, she made a secret wish with Snow White. And then, of course, she couldn't tell us because if she did, it wouldn't come true. Oh, my so, gosh. So, you know, it's just those are the moments that, you know, just that's what makes it all so special. You know, it really is. When you talk about rockier, rockier Disney side. Yes. I mean, that's one of those magical moments that um, I really, uh, you know, I will never forget. So, um well, I think we probably are at a good point to wrap this up, ladies. Thank you so much for yet another wonderful discussion. Hopefully um, everybody will get some great tips out of it and, and just maybe have a little fun with what we've gotten a chance to talk about today. And uh, I guess we'll see you in a few weeks or so in, uh, 
on our next edition. If you guys have anything you'd like us to discuss in particular, feel free to email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. You can reach all of us at email um, nancy at wdwinfo.com, Mary Jo at wdwinfo, and Michael at wdwinfo, and Carol will get that. Um, make it attention, Carol. <laughs> and uh, and you can certainly find all of us on Facebook and a couple of us on Twitter. And just let us know what you think, and we'll be happy to bring you more of these. Go to www.disunplug.com. That's our show page. And you can get a link to the Disneyland show there and all of our other you know, our main news show and all of our other segments can be found there, um, as well as show notes and everything else. And I think that'll do for another episode of the Dis Unplugged Disneyland edition. Remember, Disneyland is more magical when it's shared. 